Yeah, sorta. Yeah, sorta. Yes, sorta is ready enough for me. Welcome, everybody. It's the time for the news of the squared crazy, (laughs) wacky news stories that you can share with anyone you like, whether it be uh, your parents, your ex-girlfriend, your parole officer. Hey, just... Just throw it out there, man. See if you give them a laugh. We all could use a laugh these crazy ass times in 2020. With me, as yeah. always, as is Jeff and Ivan. Hello. Hi. And we're here to deliver some laughs, hopefully. I'm naked. So you know, no pressure. That's more. That's a little bit more disturbing than laughable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So do you want to what start am I supposed with... to do with that? <laughs> Seriously. Just go. Get us dipped. Go. Start with. No. Entertain no, me. Get out of my brain. Entertain Are you not me. Entertained? <laughs> no. No, right now I see I'm in buck naked. No. Oh. <laughs> Ivan, we got to remind you please put a shirt on before your Instagram selfies. Holy did you not read my statement? Yes, I am not wearing a shirt, but at least I'm being modest. All I got is my head. Now you give me a little bit of your shoulder. Oh my gosh, come on. So risque. Anyway, uh, uh, do you want to start the stories, Jeff? No, you start. I'm right, trying I'll to get start. the Ivan, naked okay. Ivan out of my brain. All right, this one from WGN, <laughs> Chicago's very own Channel 9. Apparently, gray parrots were separated at a zoo after swearing a blue streak. <laughs> this, um, from a London zoo, a British zoo had to separate five foul-mouthed parrots who keepers say were encouraging each other to swear. Um, their names are Billy, Eric, Tyson, Jade, and Elsie. They were joined at Lincolnshire Wildlife Center's colony of 200 gray parrots in August and soon revealed a penchant for blue language. <laughs> says, we were oh, quite fuck used that. to yeah, f- fucking parrots. We were quite used to parrots swearing, but we've never had five at the same time. Says Zoo's chief nice. executive Steve Nichols. Most parrots what? clam up outside, but for some reason, yeah. these five relish it. <laughs> nice. So, Nichols said no visitors had complained about the parrots, but most found the situation funny. Says, when a parrot tells you to fuck off, it amuses people very highly. He said to his. <laughs> it brought a big smile to a really hard year. Nichols said the parrots have been separated to save children's ears. They were moved to different areas of the park so they don't set each other off. He said. <laughs> He's got a small penis. <laughs> small penis. <laughs> not your, not his wife. Not your wife. Yeah. She's a bitch. Ha! Ho! She's a ho! Ha! Son of a bitch. Naughty fucker. Bitch! Yes. Mm-hmm. God. Yes. Bring to any family this gathering. Like, this is like... So basically, they're like, when you have a whole bunch of little kids and you teach them how to swear... And then they all start repeating it in front of themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they all run around the house yelling, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> hey, my my cousin my cousin Eddie taught me a new word. What's that word? Yeah. Bitch. No, no, no. Bitch, 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 bitch. You know, Robin Williams has like a whole routine about that where he was like in traffic. Yeah. He was in traffic and, and, and um, 
And he yells, fuck it. And from the back little seat, he hears, fuck it. <laughs> and every, every time, all he got, all the little kid learned everything. He's like, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. <laughs> the little lady comes, little old lady comes up to him and I'm like, oh, such a small child. Small oh child. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, the Williams child. <laughs> kind of reminds me of that scene in the movie of the, you know, Meet the Falkers where the little, the little boy, you know, you know what, you know, I can't, I'm going to tell you about this kid, but you know, your, 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 your grandpa is a real asshole. Asshole. <laughs> no, no, don't say that. Asshole. <laughs> it just, it just starts. Yeah. yeah, if you want to, it was, there was a reason why for a while there were certain friends of mine who had little kids who were like, I'm not letting you near my child. Why? <laughs> I know, shut up, you know exactly what you're going to do. What? What could I possibly have in mind? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking the, about. That's the fun shit, though, you know, you got people well, no, I, everything. And my favorite was, it was like, I promise I won't teach them anything that sounds like a swear word. And my one friend looks at me and he goes, you're going to teach my child to say hooker, aren't you? I'm like, <laughs> I cannot deny that comment. So, um, yeah, I had a few friends of mine who were like, you are not getting near my child until he's like six or seven. And then, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe we'll let you near them. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, from we went to the Canadian Huffington Post. I didn't even know there was a Canadian Huffington Post. We do now. Oh, we do now. Uh, uh-huh. So the Alberta MLA. I don't know what an MLA says. CERB recipients spent funny money on cheesies. Uh, okay, so all right, so we'll 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 read this and see where it goes. Where it, where it goes, uh, you know how the song goes. If I had two thousand dollars, if I had two thousand dollars, I would buy me some really. I would buy some nice cheesies, some nice flaming hot Cheetos. Not quite the bare naked ladies nineties hit you remember from back in the day. It recently in a recently surfaced video. One of Alberta's MLA suggests that's how people spent their Canadian emergency response benefit money. Oh, this is COVID money. Got it. <laughs> their stimulus uh, funds or whatever. Um, it says your L-A-C-S-T-E. I don't know what that is. Anne Parkland, in, Anne Parkland the United, Conserva- United Conservative MLA Shane Getson made a comment at a town hall earlier this week in the video He's seen arguing recipients of it that are unwilling to work because they've been dependent on fun money and then spending it on drugs, cartoons, and yes, cheesies. Mm, cartoons. <laughs> uh, I Did, guess the, the one guy, the, the official, his name is, Get, is Getson, says, point, businesses can't hire people, can't hire people because they're busy because they're biz because they're making more on CERB eating cheesies watching and watching cartoons I guess uh, <laughs> he argues that the C that it's led to more drug use and addictions hey they're spending the money what do you want them to do well they're giving stimulating the, the economy the, yeah the economy, they're stimulating the economy not in the way they might have hoped but still stimulating the economy the comedy. The, 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 the now, economy. Now, yeah, they're stimulating the We're comedy for stimulating us, too. stimulating the yes. comedy. 
<laughs> they're stimulating the comedy. You're right about that. What you want him to do? If I was sitting around getting high and eating cheesies all day, yeah. <laughs> what you want him to do? Go out and buy five swearing parrots? Yeah. <laughs> and then fill them with the cheesies. Yeah, seriously. Give me a fucking cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fucking say fuck cheesy. you. you get the, say fuck you. I'll, I'll give you a cheesy. Fuck you. Here you go. Piece of shit. <laughs> cheesy. <laughs> there you go. Here you go. Uh, let's see. According to statistics, over one million Albertans applied for and received lease funds over the past six months, which is designated as a federal financial support for people whose work was impacted. Uh, recipients making under a thousand a month were eligible for a monthly payment of two thousand for up to four months. Nice. Program ends this week. Ends. Uh, it was extended to the end of September, um, but oh. apparently they're spending it on cheesies. What's wrong with spending on cheesies? You gotta eat. Yeah. You gotta eat. It's probably cheap. I bet you it's just first, first order of business, survival. I mean, seriously, it's like what? Okay. Maybe, 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 they, maybe they, 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 dude is making all the cheesies and it's just like kind of a, a kind of an independent thing. Maybe this, this cheesy thing, maybe it's just like somebody's own homegrown version of something and that they're just buying know. all the Cheesies? <laughs> well, no. What you want to? Okay, so what? They gotta eat ramen noodles loaded the cheese entire time? Huh? They gotta eat ramen noodles all the time? <laughs> hey, come on over, man! I just got my my ERB, and uh, I got a bag full of cheesies. I got a bunch of DVDs of cartoons. And I got a bag of weed. Let's go get let's get together. <laughs> cool. I'll bring my block of ramen. We'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, block of ramen. <laughs> we all. We've all bought some frivolous stuff during the when we get our stimulus money. Let's, oh, uh, yeah. let's admit, yeah. yeah, we did. <laughs> I refuse to acknowledge any of that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he's he's staying mute on he's staying mute on the uh, point okay. there, Mike. But I do remember I had a buddy of mine who's um, before he went to college, his mom decided to go to Costco, and he bought him. And she bought him like. This gigantic box of cup of soup. And when I say gigantic, I mean it was just huge. Like like like, like, like the forty eight pack or something. Like enough that there's like, there was like enough that it was like four years later and he still had soup. <laughs> oh my god, that was like the hundred twenty eight super you pack. Be careful, box. all those man. Like you, that. You, all that packaged yeah. soup is all high in sodium. You can't eat all that. Yeah, it is. Well, like I said, it's like he had. And it's got it, salt like... in it too, Ivan. Well, sodium, yeah. That's yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys are fuckers. <laughs> Give me a cheesy. <laughs> I don't know. Give me a cheesy. <laughs> All right, what else we got? Uh, I've got this one here. I've dug this one up from CNET.com. Uh, apparently, Subway sandwich bread isn't legally bread, according to an, an Irish court. Uh, a tax ruling in Ireland may prove Difficult to swallow for the chain. See what I did there. Mm. A Subway bread isn't technically bread at all, at least not in Ireland. The Irish Supreme Court has ruled that the stuff encases a Subway sandwich contains too much sugar to legally count as bread. What? Okay. And as funny as this sounds, it should be noted that this is a pretty arcane legal ruling. Obviously, a Subway sandwich is made with bread, but occasionally Mm. courts have been to have to consider the ingredients of a food item determine its status for tax purposes. 
Okay. So the ruling was prompted after a Subway franchise in Ireland tried to claim exemption from VAT. It's a sales tax that isn't applied to staple items. Tax laws set to a legal definition of what counts as a staple and should be exempted from tax so the price stays affordable to all. The sugar in a bread's product dough must weigh less than 2% of the weight of the flour in order for that product to avoid the tax. The stuff on the Subway menu is five times over that limit and therefore can't legally be considered a staple. (laughs) This almost brings me back to the cartoon. The 44 cents stay as pigs. The 48 cents stay as pets. (laughs) Remember that cartoon? I don't have a fucking clue. Nope. No, no, there's a Disney cartoon, and it 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 is kind of a you know raised around the whole Irish story about uh, it's called Pigs' Pig. That's what it's called. So if you get so wait, what are they classifying it as? If it's not bread, what is it? Something other than bread. It's not eligible for the tax exemption. So it's it's, bread. It's sugary bread. So it's 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 fast food. I guess it's a loaf. So it's if what it's not sugar bread, loaf? Then it's a loaf. Arr, legally not bread. Arr. Fucker. Arr. So much sodium. Arr. Yep. Arr. British bastards. Okay. Actually, not British. Yeah. Irish. Irish. Yeah. Give me a drink. Uh, let's see what do we got next? Well, apparently there's a guy who's been going around asking George Lucas questions, and <laughs> and one of the and, and and apparently George Lucas will respond to his email because the question was. Do you have? Does Chewbacca have a human dick, or does he have one of those red rocket things like dogs have? <laughs> That's a question I probably would never want to get answered. And apparently, he's been banned for he's been banned from what the he's he's been banned from three subreddits for this question. <laughs> so all I'm doing is asking questions. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> Does he got a red rocket like a dog? Oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, man. Oh, man. Uh. We're not good. We're ah, not a question we're going to talk about on this show. <laughs> Wookie. Wookie dicks. Yeah, Wookie dicks. We're not talking about Wookie dicks. Ah, Wookie dicks. You know, that could, be a, that could be a bumper sticker. You know, Wookie dick. What are you talking about? That could be an entire punk band. We're the Wookie dicks. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a phenomenal punk. punk. <laughs> That'd be a phenomenal punk band, the Wookiee Dicks. That would be great. Um, yeah. Again, you can find stuff like that on on the Squares of the Roundtable Facebook page. Uh, things like, for example, there's this picture of a uh, of a uh, uh, there's this picture of this meme. I thought this would get more shared after our last little Jason Todd esque Robin Jason Todd esque. Yeah, the yeah. Uh... Where... The crowbar, yeah, yeah. Where it's it's they've got Bruce Wayne acting like the mommy here, and then Dick Grayson and Damian Wayne, and then at the bottom of the ocean, <laughs> the skeleton is Jason Todd. Right. So I thought that would be. Uh, what else we got? Well, that's like okay. Well, we figured out we can't do this. I can't figure out how to put the Pikachu tail tail on. I think I figured it out, but I won't do that. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, Pikachu costume. Um, yeah. yeah, it's not going up. My, that's not going up. My, <laughs> oh, no, my that's God. Not that's not going up. Wild. It goes in the ass. goes in the ass. <laughs> now I speak like a parrot. <laughs> uh, well, here, this will work. This will work. We, we, we were going to talk about this on, on Squares of the, uh, the Roundtable. We never got a lot of it. It kind of fits in here. 
So Andy Samberg, Common, and Greg and Craig Robinson, this is for Variety, are to star in a comedy called Super High. <laughs> um, they're producing and starring this movie is for New Line Cinema. Uh, Super High is being described as a superhero movie where smoking special strains of weed gives superpowers to the smoker. <laughs> um, the screenplay is being written by the guy who wrote that bear, uh, wrote uh, Barry, which was written about uh, the life of Barack Obama at Columbia University and was nominated for an Independent Spirit Award. Um, mm-hmm. So, well, so he's highly acclaimed for this, of course. Um, but yeah, apparently they're going to have superpower. You're going to smoke weed and have super. I, you see, now here's the thing. What would really be kind of cool about this is they think they have superpowers, but they don't. <laughs> they try flying out a window after hitting a right. Superpower. <laughs> you know, we're, no, not even we're flying out a window. Could you imagine they'd be like, "I can fly." <laughs> Right. And they're, like, running around all over the place and acting like maniacs. <laughs> Would they eat Subway bread, though? Uh, super high. Well, Would yeah, because it's got sugar. Carrots too? Or just eat cheesies. Well, I think they'd eat the bread and the cheesies. <laughs> right, while being paid EBS money. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, so, so, yeah. Um, the, so, anyway... You know, one of the reasons why we do this, we do this is we used to, back when we used to do the radio show, like eons ago on a many moons and a long galaxy far, far away, uh, we used to pull these stories from a column known as News of the Weird. And for a long time, when we restarted the show, um, we thought that that column was dead. Apparently, it's not. (laughs) It's not dead. And so we found a whole bunch of stories from that, and we're going to kind of go from there. Um, so I figure we'll have a little bit of fun. Again, this is from the News of the Weird column. This is all stuff that came out this week. Oh, neat. Or at least that they are reporting from this week. There may be dates on this stuff. Well, within the last week. Okay, so here's one. Uh, Convicted drug smuggler Mike Galillion hired a helicopter, hired a helicopter at an airport in Antwerp, Belgium on September 25th, then hijacked an aircraft mid-flight, and forced the pilot to fly to Birkendal Women's Prison south of Brussels to free his wife, Christel Applet, who was being held there under suspension for murder of her ex-boyfriend. As the, inmates, as the inmates cheered and waved below, the pilot circled the yard trying to unsuccessfully land, and this guy put his head out the chopper to vomit five times. Before giving up and flying off, um, he was arrested, and several accomplices within 24 hours when they discovered he had used his real name to hire the helicopter. Hmm. Um, the guy's attorney says, "Quote: It seems the whole thing has been staged. The whole thing. This whole thing has been staged quite amateurishly." <laughs> really? Never would have guessed. Never would have guessed. This one, this one's apparently sports related. I, again, we haven't proofed these, so we'll see if these are any good. Um, we're we're learning about them as you are. You know, yeah. there, there you go. Great, great programming right here. Um, Show prep. It, what's but that? It is, 
Yeah, show like prep. Right, show prep sucks. Anyway, um, let's see. So this is ironically, it's a Florida man story. Yay, um, Florida man. Hillsbury County, County Sheriff's Department deputies are responding to reports of a domestic violence situation on September 23rd. Arrived at the apartment of Devon Garrett, 26, to find, I'm sorry, Garnett, to find Garnett and two of his friends. Um, oh, this is, we talked about this. This is about the guy who kept yelling, shoot, shoot, shoot. Oh, yeah, we talked about this last week. Yeah, yeah last we week. talked about that guy from the Associated Press. Okay. Yeah. He's uh, watching let's, hockey, let's but everyone thought he was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was trying to kill he had people. Had a gun. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I had a gun. Uh, let's see. Bo- yeah, I don't think we yay. did this one. This- yeah, show yay. prep. Yay. Rock. You guys suck. Okay. Um, <laughs> voters in voters in Davilsolo, Romania, reelected popular mayor Ion Aliman to a third term. I love these names. To a third term in a landslide victory, despite the fact that. He had died of COVID 10 days before the election. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Um, the Associated Press reported that the word of the mayor's passing had spread amongst the, amongst the village's 3,000 residents, but his name has still appeared on the ballot, and many villagers used to vote, used to use the vote as an opportunity to honor him because he would have celebrated his 57th birthday on the election day. After results were revealed, many of the villagers went to his grave, paid respects, lit candles and saying, we will make you proud. This is our victory. Oh, that's pretty nice. That is so that's weird. Cool. But our gay, red, no. No. <laughs> so far, it's news... a vacancy, but it's awfully nice. Yeah. So far, news of the weird from today is not as good as news of the weird from back in the day. But hopefully it'll get it better. Uh, compelling yeah, explanation. <laughs> yeah, but at least we used to look at the articles and see if they were any good. Um, after throwing here's one after throwing a Bible that struck a Marion oh here's more Florida after throwing a Bible that struck a Marion County Sheriff's deputy in the face Robert Otis Hoskins of Somerville <laughs> told the officers that God had directed him to break into his neighbor's home and free the young daughter according to authorities <laughs> uh According to WKMGTV <laughs> report, he's a meeting to throw the book at somebody. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Um, the uh, police the were responding. Police were responding to reports of the burglary when they encountered Hoskins, who emerged from the house next door wearing nothing but briefs and yelling, yelling something like <laughs> "I condemn you" before throwing the Bible. <laughs> uh, Officers tased him and took him into custody. <laughs> That's very Florida man. That is awesome. Uh, Hoskins' wife told deputies he does have a drug problem. Duh. Uh, I wouldn't have maybe, guessed. Never would have guessed. Maybe he needs cheesies. Um, according to um, according to the arrest report, the alleged victim said about said about fifty dollars worth of clothing have been stolen, and Hoskins has been booked on multiple charges. Okay. Um, this one's from Liverpool, England. A high judge, a high court judge has rejected Cheryl Pyle's attempt to sue the Liverpool police for violating her rights in April 2017 when four female officers changed her out of her clothes 
of clothes she vomited on, uh, according to the BBC. The, uh, calling the officer's act- actions an act of decency, the judge noted that Pyle, who later paid a fine for being drunk and disorderly, was too insensible. In, in, was was too quote was quote too insensible insensible with drink to have much of an idea of where she was or what she was doing there. Wait, <laughs> that sounds very rapey, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. She was yeah. Well, she was too inebriated and she had vomit covered clothes. So right, but that does sound like that's like okay. But they were can... female officers, though, right? That doesn't change anything. It still feels kind of rapey. <laughs> that still sounds kind of rapey. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, well, otherwise it's been left to marinate. Person's clothes, you know. Well, apparently his rationale was that otherwise said she'd have been left overnight to quote, then left quote to over marinate overnight in her own bodily fluids. Well, if you baste yeah. her at four hundred fifty degrees, I'm sure she'd be great. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know that was bad. All right. Um, Here, yeah, this one from CNN: An unnamed Irishman charged with vandalism after being caught on September 21st carving his first and last his first and last initials into a pillar on the first floor of the Colosseum in Rome. Oh my, Jesus. Oh, my God. oh man! Wow. This, the structure, which has stood for two millennia is a World Heritage Site, and Italian law calls for a hefty fine or sense for damaging a historical and artistic landmark. Archaeologist uh, Federica, Federica Rinaldi, who is responsible for the Colosseum, suggested it would be better to take a selfie than carve the, the, the amphitheater walls. Wow. And Russell Crowe has... and Pelia for that month. Yeah, seriously. That's well, okay. crazy. Unnamed Irishman. Well, there you go. But maybe he was too hopped up on Subway bread. <laughs> maybe. Maybe or that's took some of that super weed from loser. Super High. Yeah, he got yeah. some of that Super High hanging around the super superhero. Why would you? What would possess you to be like, hey, let me carve my name into, into this two thousand year old that's been there for millions of years? Yeah. Not I mean, millions, like, Ivan. Well, not the thousands. You know, you know what I mean. Millions. <laughs> It's been there for millions of years. Yeah, man, it was there. It was just showed up, and it was boom. Poof. <laughs> Poof. Fucker. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Fuck the Coliseum. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucker. Let's see. So, um, Taro Kono, Kono uh, Japan, I'm probably pronouncing these names wrong. Japan's new minister of administrative reform is wasting no time and starting his crusade to cut down the bureaucratic red tape, reports the Japan Times. I didn't even know there was a Japan Times. Among his first targets is the fax machine, which is still in use in more than 95% of businesses in Japan. (laughs) Quote? Here's the quote. I don't think there are many administrative procedures that actually need printing printing out, out paper and faxing. A day after being appointed to the new job, he created a red tape hotline on his website, inviting the inviting public input that had to be sh- that had to be shut down the next day after receiving four thousand responses. Wow! You know, people were just calling that thing, being like, just to be an asshole about it. Yeah, certain things. 
Some are legit, but ninety-five percent of businesses in Japan have fax machines. Still, That's they nuts. still use the fax machine. Wow. That's yeah. You know, it's funny because I do. I once in a blue moon, I would have to fax something when I when I was like back in the day. Yeah, and now you just email documents. You text people like audio visual files. Well, assume some people. Everybody can do have printers or things that can do that shit. But yeah, in theory. Um, but yeah. Uh, I mean, let's I see. Oh, goody. Still. Oh, goody. This one's from Chicago. Uh-huh. Uh, so Keith Babonis knows a secret about the Chicago Police Department. <gasps> beat the shit out of him. Uh, anyway, he reported that he reported that the Sun. He reported the Sun Times. On March 25th, that they still use the apparently they still use typewriters. Um, yeah, you think yeah, Japan be all like, hey, let's get rid of these old, old technology, and Chicago be like, hold my beer. Yeah, hold my <laughs> beer. Here we go. And he knows this because he repairs them when the officers abuse them. Police officers in general are very happy heavy typists who carry who carries on the business. His dad started in the late 60s. Uh, Bones off the Bones office machine supplies. He con- he ha- he contracts every year to repair forty to fifty IBM wheel writers, early word processing machines that can store a few pages worth of data. I don't want it to seem like I'm saying I'm saying they're taking out their frustration on the typewriter, but they're just not very sensitive with these machines. I'm yeah, just well, shocked that they have typewriters. Really? In this day and age. <laughs> IBM roller tops. Oh my where's, gosh, that's, that's the one that the ball in order to print up their page. Yeah, I know. I know, know the model. Well, it's just to just to protect the officers from uh, contracting and uh, computer viruses, dear. Now, is that what it is? You think that or maybe you know, they're just not as computer savvy about computers, and they just keep using the typewriters? Maybe the older part of the force. Maybe I, I don't. I don't know. All I know is this: is you know, here's the thing. Locally, we know that they have all these invested. All sorry, these, what was all that, these, Jeff? I'm sorry, go ahead. And locally, we know we have all these like great investigative reporters. How come we never heard about this shit? <laughs> yeah, hard-hitting I mean, drama. seriously. I mean, seriously. Could you imagine this being a sweeps report? We're still using IBM typewriters. <laughs> you know what, how embarrassing that would be to the Chicago Public Police Department? <laughs> you know, no wonder it's why 20, none of them like paperwork. <laughs> it's, 2020, it's 2020 and you're using typewriters from ID. <laughs> uh, I, oh, I don't even want to know. Anyway, all right, so this ought to be interesting. Calling himself Britain's dullest man. Oh, this ought to be interesting. Kevin okay. Bursford of Redditch is the founder of the Roundabout Appreciation Society and has traveled all over the country for the past 17 years searching for the best traffic circles, which he memorializes in a calendar with photos of his favorites. Okay. Fuck this guy. <laughs> fuck this guy sideways. You know what? This guy I fucking hate roundabouts. <laughs> There. Fuck this guy sideways. Fuck roundabouts. I'm sideways. Oh my god, I can't do that. Uh, he began his hobby when he read a. He began his hobby when he began printing a, a printing company that created calendars for clients every year. 
And then he and they and they jokingly created and then jokingly created the roundabout calendar. Since then, the self-described Lord of the Rings oh, man, that's oh, has, has has expanded his interest to include Wolf included phone boxes of whales and Birmingham's number eleven outer bu- outer circle bus route as his latest focuses. His latest focuses apparently have been on car parks. Quote. I started the car park appreciation society 10 years ago, but nobody joined. No shit. Really? <laughs> he says, quote, it's a little bit sad. No. I don't know how many more of these there are. Okay. There's only a couple more. Um, there's only a couple more. We may have to look at this in the future as to whether or not we continue to use these. Jonathan Lee Rosmoni of Louisiana was charged with multiple sex crimes after deputies in Hernando County, Florida, uh, sheriff's office arrested him in, in the Spring Hill home of a teenager in whose bedroom he had he had been living for a month. Oh my gosh! Uh, the Associated Press reports that the two met online two years ago. Deputies, wait a minute, this has been going on for two years. Uh, <laughs> and just getting to it. <laughs> and. and, and and Rosemary told them he had tra- – the guy had told them that he had traveled to Florida several times since then. Uh, and then the team told officers that he had been living in his bedroom since August 19th, and he hid in the closet when the teen's parents were home. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. So the teen had a pet man. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Just take this food and water and don't say nothing. Yeah, it doesn't say whether or not the teen was a male or a female here, so it doesn't sound like underage. It doesn't sound just sounds you... very Florida y. It just sounds yeah, very creepy. Sound very Florida-y, yeah. yeah. All right, so here's the last one I got okay. from this. Um <laughs> five... oh wait, it's the same story we just told. About the parrots. That's the last one. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a whole circle, same... not in a roundabout. Though. Yeah, it's the yeah, not, not a roundabout, roundabout way. <laughs> not, kind of more in a typewriter kind of way, I think. But, yeah. <laughs> um, maybe the fax machine kind of way, just the fax, you know. Just the fax, um, man. Just all fax. I know is I'm hungry. I really want some cheesies now. Fuck this shit. Yeah, well, I need I need some EBS money in order to buy some more cheesies and get some of that super high weed. That way, you know, I don't have to. <laughs> Sometimes know. I feel like we we live in the wrong country. The Canadians got like free money. We're yeah, like they got tons of free like... money during COVID. Yeah, yeah seriously, I mean, I mean, two thousand a month. I mean, dang, <laughs> two thousand a nice. month. You know how much porn I could buy with that? I mean, oh my gosh! I, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> that's where you go. <laughs> I got one more story hey. here for this week. Uh, this one's from the New York Post. Uh, the Silence of the Lambs house is up for sale in Pennsylvania. Okay. Oh, goody. A Buffalo Bills house from the iconic thriller Silence of the Lambs is up for grabs. Lotion not included. Oh. My psychotic killer queen's and Queen Anne style home was used as the set in the 1991 film classic, but has been a fully operational home since then. And now it's on the market for $298,000. Oh. Uh, most of America has seen this house, but now you have a chance to buy it, say the real estate agents. 
Uh, in a video tour, the four-bedroom home with a sprawling front porch sits on 1.7 acres in Periopolis, Pennsylvania. Does it got? Does it got the? Do I have the hole in the basement? Uh, maybe, maybe nice uh, <laughs> place for a wine cellar. Maybe, huh? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, put the lotion on the skin. <laughs> the foyer may has. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The foyer has many of the original features, such as the trim and the hardwood floors, featured in the Academy Award-winning film. The dining room, where Khalees Starling was filmed confronting Buffalo Bill, still has that same serial killer charm. Oh, nice. Nothing. nothing uh, okay, so I'm sorry, Ivan. The basement, though dark and foreboding, does not include a hole with a well and a basket. <laughs> That part was filmed on a soundstage. However, uh, also included is a subterranean storage area as a brick-lined cold cellar, which is actually kind of creepy, according to the agents. <laughs> Shit. I don't know so, about yeah, that. To go buy Buffalo Bill's house and get it set it up. Uh, might have just enough time after closing to set up a little haunted house there for Halloween. <laughs> I know nobody uh, would come. <laughs> Have Maybe the parrot stop swearing, Calories? A nice candy oh. with a side of fava beans. Yep, that was my thought. <laughs> Have some cheesies with your fava beans. Yeah. yeah, or some fucking cup of soup that's been there for five years or something. I don't know. <laughs> Brick of ramen. <laughs> Brick of ramen. ramen. Brick of ramen. <laughs> yeah. Listening to our band, the Wookie Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> With five cursing parrots. Yeah. That should be the name. Actually, that should be the name of five cursing parrots is the Wookie Dicks. There. there that, that's, that's the name of their band. Five is, cursing parrots. Uh, the five cursing parrots should be the be known as the Wookie Dicks. Known as the Whoopie Dicks. Yes. <laughs> Wookie Dicks. <laughs> the whoopee di- the whoopee dicks yeah that's whoopee even better dicks. there we go the whoopee dicks oh boy <laughs> where can they go to find some more of this stuff we're on instagram and twitter at sotrt podcast we're on youtube click the bell subscribe you know when you get into content of course all these crazy stories are on the squares round table facebook page you can find them there and of course, you can download the show on download the show on all your favorite podcast hosting platforms: Google, Apple, Spotify, Anchor. And now we don't have a fax, but you can email. I was going to ask. Yes. Okay, at, thank you. you. Got a typewriter? You can you type us send a letter. It, yeah, send us a letter, typewriter at uh, and, uh, <laughs> and send it through fax. Yeah. S O T R T podcast at gmail dot com. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here at the News of the Square. Thanks to all the people who've contributed, the News of the Weird, and of course, everybody who's prodded, uh, uh, where uh, Jeff and Mike searched out all these great stories for your entertainment, and in the hopes to catch up with you next time here on your favorite podcast platform. And until then, on behalf of Mike and Jeff, have a great time. Stay safe. <laughs>